Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets that I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, a little bit of merchandise for you and your family, and ways that I can be helpful to you and your family as well. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible, and it does include historical documents from the Founders era. Truly is a treasure for your home and your family. I highly recommend one. And you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 153, and if you are here for the first time and you clicked on this episode, yay, welcome. This is a podcast where we are reading the Bible in a year, and I'm so glad that you decided to jump in now. So I do not recommend that you wait until January 1st. Absolutely Go ahead and begin, and you can finish out the rest of this year. You can pick up the episodes before today's and finish out, or you can stop this episode right here and go to day one and let today be your day one in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's wonderful. If you've been here since day one, way to go. Isn't it so life-changing? Oh, my gosh. Like, I can't even. Mind-blowing. So, we're doing it. Spread the word encourage people to find the podcast and that would be awesome. Review the podcast. That would be great. Uh, Well, I guess leave a review or rate the podcast. I guess that's what we could say, huh? Okay. So today we're going to be reading Amos 1 through 3 and Matthew 13. The book of Amos, chapter 1, judgment on neighbor nations. The words of Amos, who was among the sheep herders from Tekoa, which he envisioned in visions concerning Israel in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, son of Josh, king of Israel, two years before the earthquake. He said, The Lord roars from Zion, and from Jerusalem he utters his voice, and the shepherds' pasture grounds mourn, and the summit of Carmel dries up. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Damascus, and for four I will not revoke its punishment. Because they threshed Gilead with implements of sharp iron, so I will send fire upon the house of Hesael, and it will consume the citadels of Ben-Hadad. I will also break the gate bar of Damascus and cut off the inhabitant from the valley of Avon. And him who holds the scepter from Beth-Eden, so the people of Aram will go exiled to Kerr, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Gaza and for four, I will not revoke its punishment, because they deported an entire population to deliver it up to Edom. So I will send fire upon the wall of Gaza, and it will consume her citadels. It will also cut off the inhabitant from Ashdod, 
and him who holds the scepter from Ashkelon. I will even unleash my power upon Akron, and the remnant of the Philistines will perish, says the Lord God. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Tyre and for four, I will not revoke its punishment, because they delivered up an entire population to Edom and did not remember the covenant of brotherhood. So I will send fire upon the wall of Tyre, and it will consume her citadels. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Edom and for four, I will not revoke its punishment, because he pursued his brother with the sword. While he stifled his compassion, his anger also tore continually, and he maintained his fury forever. So I will send fire upon Timon, and it will consume the citadels of, ba- of Basra. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of the sons of Ammon, and for four I will not revoke its punishment, because they ripped open the pregnant women of Gilead in order to enlarge their borders. So I will kindle a fire on the wall of Rabbah, and it will consume her citadels, amid war cries on the day of battle, and a storm on the day of tempest. Their king will go into exile, he and his princes together, says the Lord. Judgment on Judah and Israel, chapter 2. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Moab and for four, I will not revoke its punishment, because he burned the bones of the king of Edom to lime. So I will send fire upon Moab, and it will consume the citadels of Kirioth, and Moab will die amid tumult, with war cries and the sound of a trumpet. I will also cut off the judge from her midst, and slay all her princes with him, says the Lord. Thus Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Judah, and for four, I will not revoke its punishment, because they rejected the law of the Lord, and have not kept his statutes. Their lies also have led them astray, those after which their fathers walked. So I will send fire upon Judah, and it will consume the citadels of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Israel, and for four, I will not revoke its punishment, because they sell the righteous for money, and the needy for a pair of sandals. These who pant after the very dust of the earth on the head of the helpless and also turn aside the way of the humble and a man and his father resort to the same girl in order to profane my holy name. On garments taken as pledges, they stretch out beside every altar and in the house of their God, they drink the wine of those who have been fined. Yes, it was I who destroyed the Amorite before them. Though his height was like the height of cedars, and he was strong as the oaks. I even destroyed his fruit above and his root below. It was I who brought you up from the land of Egypt, and I led you in the wilderness forty years, that you might take possession of the land of the Amorite. Then I raised up some of your sons to be prophets, and some of your young men to be Nazarites. Is this not so, O sons of Israel, declares the Lord? But you made the Nazarites drink wine, and you commanded the prophets, saying, You shall not prophesy. Behold, I am weighed down beneath you, as a wagon is weighed down when filled with sheaves. Flight will perish from the shift, from the swift, and the stalwart will not strengthen his power, nor the mighty man save his life. He who grasps the bow will not stand his ground. The swift of foot will not escape, nor will he who rides the horse save his life. Even the bravest among the warriors will flee naked in that day, declares the Lord. All the tribes are guilty. Chapter 3. Hear this word which the Lord has spoken against you, sons of Israel, against the entire family which he brought up from the land of Egypt. You only have I, you only have I chosen among all the families of the earth, 
Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Do two men walk together unless they have made an appointment? Does a lion roar in the forest when he has no prey? Does a young lion growl from his den unless he is captured, unless he has captured something? Does a bird fall into a trap on the ground when there is no bait in it? Does a trap spring up from the earth when it captures nothing at all? If a trumpet is blown in a city, will not the people tremble? If a calamity occurs in a city, has not the Lord done it? Surely the Lord does nothing unless he reveals his secret counsel to his servants, the prophets. A lion has roared. Who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? Proclaim on the citadels in Ashdod and on the citadels in the land of Egypt, and say, Assemble yourselves on the mountains of Samaria, and see the great tumults within her and the oppressions in her midst. But they do not know how to do what is right, declares the Lord, these who hoard up violence and devastation in their citadels. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, an enemy, even one surrounding the land, will put down your strength from you, and your citadels will be looted. Thus says the Lord, just as the shepherd snatches from the lion's mouth a couple of legs or a piece of an ear, so will the sons of Israel, dwelling in Samaria, be snatched away, with the corner of a bed and the cover of a couch. Hear and testify against the house of Jacob, declares the Lord God, the God of hosts, for on the day that I punish Israel's transgressions, I will also punish the altars of Bethel. The horns of the altar will be cut off, and they will fall to the ground. I will also smite the winter house together with the summer house. The houses of ivory will also perish, and the great houses will come to an end, declares the Lord. Matthew chapter 13. Jesus teaches in parables. That day, Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea, and large crowds gathered to him. So he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd was standing on the beach. And he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell beside the road, and the birds came and ate them up. Others fell on the rocky places, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun had risen, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them out. And others fell on the good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. An explanation. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Jesus answered them, to you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. For whoever has, to him more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because while seeing they do not see, and while hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. In their case the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled which says, you will keep on hearing, but will not understand. You will keep on seeing, but will not perceive. For the heart of his people has become dull. With their ears they scarcely hear, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they would see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart and return, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For truly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. The sower explained. Here, then, the parable of the sower. 
When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is the one on whom seed was sown beside the road. The one on whom seed was sown on the rocky places. This is the man who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no firm root in himself, but is only temporary. And when affliction or persecution rises, arises because of the word, immediately he falls away. And the one on whom seed was sown among the thorns, this is the man who hears the word, and the worry of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And the one whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Tares among wheat. Jesus presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went away. But when the wheat sprouted and bore again, then the tares became evident also. The slaves of the landowner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, for while you are gathering up the tares, you may uproot the wheat with them. Allow both to grow together until the harvest, and in the time of the harvest I will say to the reapers, First gather up the tares, and bind them in bundles, to burn them up, but gather the wheat into my barn. The Mustard Seed He presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his field, and thus is smaller than all other seeds. But when it is full grown, it is larger than the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. The leaven. He spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it was all leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. And he did not speak to them without a parable. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the foundation of the world. The tares explained. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. And he said, The one who sows the good seeds is the son of man. And the field is the world. And as for the good seed... There are the sons of the kingdom, and the tares are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil, and the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. So just as the tares are gathered up and burned with fire, so shall it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send forth his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all stumbling blocks and those who commit lawlessness, and will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place... There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. Hidden Treasure The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again, and from from joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. A Costly Pearl Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls, And upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all of that he had and bought it. A dragnet. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet cast into the sea, 
and gathering fish of every kind. And when it was filled, they drew it up on the beach, and they sat down and gathered the good fish into containers, but the bad they threw away. So it will be at the end of the age, the angels will come forth and take out the wicked from among the righteous, and will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, Yes. And Jesus said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has become a disciple of the kingdom of heaven is like a head of a household who brings out of his treasure things new and old. Jesus revisits Nazareth. When Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. He came to his hometown and began teaching them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his own household. And he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. And those are our readings today. So I wanted to find out a little bit more about Amos, and um, I read the description here. It was written uh, 760 to 750 B.C., and it did say it was during the reigns of Jeroboam II and Uzziah of Judah. And um, apparently, uh, this Amos wasn't a very polished man, and he really could care less about um, anybody's status or wealth. And it was a time of great prosperity and peace and success. And he was, his message was not exactly um, one that they wanted to hear because he, it was warnings of doom um, during a time of, of good times. And so he, he, you know, apparently had a hard time uh, with his message. So that, is, that was the time period and what he was called to prophesy. And then, I mean, could it get more rich than today? Uh, Matthew 13 with all of these parables. I love um, the parable of the sower. It is just, I love it. And with the explanation here, definitely uh, I want to take some time to reflect on that because I know that I can absolutely be one among the thorns uh, with worries of the world. And um, so definitely going to take some time to reflect on uh, Matthew 13, 22, for sure. And then the mustard seed, of course, the smallest seed of all yet grows into the biggest tree to provide shade and a place where birds can nest. Um, the costly pearl is you find something, you find that pearl and then you sell everything that you have and um, get rid of all of it just for that one pearl of heaven. Just beautiful things that we can take in today and to just reflect and, and soak in, honestly. It's just, Jesus is just such, he's everything. I mean, let's be honest. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for such wonderful words of wisdom, of your wisdom through Jesus, of Jesus's wisdom to us, to them back then, and still applies to us today. Thank you 
for giving us this truth and the answer to how we can walk the righteous path with you to receive eternal life. Please be with any of us who might be worried um, or might not might get distracted easily and forget your truth. Lord, we, we come to you humble and we pray that you can give us the strength and the perseverance, uh, the discipline, Lord. We pray for the discipline to trust you no matter what comes our way. We pray for that, Lord, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you enjoyed your time in the Word today. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.